From Nashville, Tennessee, Southwestern Family of Companies welcomes you to the Action Catalyst. Each week we share insights and inspiration for movers and shakers in the world of business. Our goal is to help you increase your self-discipline, overcome procrastination, and help you to take action on all the things that really matter. Today's guest is Scott Stratton, who is the leader of the unmarketing movement and uh, has just a big mouth online and a big following and, and a big brain and a real smart guy that has a lot for us to learn from. And he has a new book out called Unselling. We're going to talk about the dichotomy of marketing and selling and what it means in the future generation and how they kind of work together. And we even asked the question, does cold calling work anymore? So that's a great conversation. It's coming up right after this message. This episode is sponsored by Southwestern Coaching. Southwestern Coaching has helped over 11,000 people increase their incomes by over 25% on average. As a successful salesperson, you know the importance of increasing your sales, but sometimes you might just need a little extra push and accountability to meet your goals and grow your business. Southwestern Coaching will help you increase your income through one-on-one sales and leadership coaching tailored specifically to your needs. Together, we will elevate sales. To schedule your free one-on-one business action planning session with a Southwestern coach, go to www.southwesternconsulting.com forward slash action catalyst. He's got an amazing bio, none of it's which I'm going to read because he's just awesome. And I, uh, the deal that was I saw him speak, and very, very rarely am I impressed by a speaker. And he impressed me. His content was awesome. Uh, his delivery was off, awesome. And he has made me laugh harder than any marketing speaker ever <laughs> in, in, in history. And so he's uh, the president of Unmarketing. And uh, he has a new book. He's got four books that have just come out, he's, or that have come out. He's got 170-some thousand people, or probably more than that, that follow him on Twitter. And uh, he's a ranter, and he's awesome. And his new book is called Unselling, uh, The New Customer Experience, which we're going to probably talk a little bit about. And anyways, Scott, you're a stud, man. Thank you for giving me some time. You know, the bar is set really low for humor when it comes to business marketing and sales speakers. So I'm glad I'm certainly the funniest where like I'm the prettiest ball person in the ugly convention. You know what I mean? It's uh, I, I, I do thank you. And I, I, I profit greatly from an industry that has not very funny people in it. So it works really nicely. Oh, man. So your whole deal is un, unmarketing, unselling what's with the un like what 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 does that mean like Like, what is your like why why un i even got the tattoo with unlearn on my arm right so it's yeah it's uh this it came out of anger like everything for me where 14 15 (laughs) years ago i just got so frustrated by people doing and marketing the way they hated to be marketed to Mm. that they wanted to learn how to cold call better they wanted to learn how to do a mass blind mailing better they wanted to learn how to do these things and i'm like why are you doing it and it all came to uh, this kind of a blowing up point for me when i was in a friend's office and and he's in sales and this is 15 years ago and we're sitting there and a guy cold calls him 
a B2B thing, Cole calls him, and he berates the guy on the phone. He's like, hey, you get a real job, and you're interrupting my day, and freaking out. And I'm like, behind the scenes, I'm like, yeah, you tell him. And he hangs up the phone, and we start talking some more, and then he's like, hey, Scott, I got to go. I got to go do my calls for the day. And I'm like, you got you to gotta go do your calls. You just told this guy that he's useless, and that why would he be calling you? He's like, yeah, but I have something people need. And I'm like, there's this hypocritical mindset. And there's a group of people, the majority of the human race, who hates doing things like just straight cold calling. No warmth at all, no uh, research, no nothing. Just, yeah. Yeah. And and there's people who are great at it. And I I call them psychopaths. But there's most people um, have ways that they're good at doing things, getting to know people, relationships. We call that going with their, their marketing grain. That's their natural ability. Yet we try to force people down this road, especially new people in every sales organization, by the way. We get new people and just say, go knock on doors. Go to start smiling and dialing. I had a guy show up at my house. Think about this for a second. My house last month at my door trying to sell financial services. I am in my robe. Okay. Imagine this guy opening his front door, except my hair isn't tied back at this time. So it's all hanging down in front of my face. It looks like I just left a Slayer concert. (laughs) <laughs> right. I open the thing with my tattoos and door and he looks down. He's like, sir, I'm here to talk. He looks up and goes, oh, um, I'm here to see if uh, if you're happy with your financial investments. I'm like, really? Y- y- what, what is what do you think is about to happen right now? I'm going to say, come on in. Here's my bank account. Check my financials. You're not going to. And you know why he was doing it? Because he's new. And they told him, go walk around the community. That's not community. <laughs> Knocking on my door isn't being community. Community is being part of the community. So that's where I said, what could we do that's the opposite of that? And that's where that's where un came out. It was unmarketing. Okay. So here's so here's part of why I brought you on. And I don't know. So I don't know if you know this. So I sold door to door for five summers in college. Yeah. yeah. Knocked on doors, built a huge sales organization yeah. at Southwestern, um, Southwestern Consulting. So we do sales consulting and we teach people to not only cold call, but to use a system we call pre-approach of getting information and also to warm call and get referrals and work smart and do stuff like that. But we teach people to make sales calls. Right. So so. um the the let me ask you this question so the the problem i have with marketing is it takes too long right uh so you know that's why i love uh, to me it's not sales or marketing it's both uh and i i love what you're saying like uh, why are we marketing the why are we marketing to people the way that we hate being marketed to i think that's huge um but marketing takes a long time and so now you have un, you have unselling. So can you kind of reconcile these ideas between like marketing, kind of like the aerial support and selling? And, and do you really think that's true, that marketing takes takes a longer time, like a longer runway? And, and it, I, I think if you're going to try to market by being part of, let's say, a community, that takes a very long time. And mm-hmm. that that's that's an issue. That's an issue where you have overhead and you're paying people. But when it comes to unselling is also looking at doing things differently. I'm not against... One of the things I advise people to do, and I did we did a video last week about it, was that anything works. Anything works. If you work it. If it works and you do it right. And, and everything doesn't work. Right. Twitter does and doesn't work. Knocking on a door does and doesn't work. You know what mm. works knocking at my door? This, guy, this company called King's Paving that will come by and say, we're already in the neighborhood. We're already paving this person's driveway. We're bringing all the equipment anyways. We're wondering, did you need your driveway done at a discount? because we're already here. Yeah. 
I love that. Great. I love it. Yeah. I don't need you to sell me a vacuum cleaner. I don't need you to sell me financial services where there's a giant trust gap where I have to get to, you know, trust you and think you know what you're talking about before I would talk to you. It's a very practical, makes very much incredible amount of sense to do that. Same with a landscaping company. These they just had something hanging on my door today. We looked at your lawn. This is how much it would be every week. Oh, awesome. <laughs> That's smart. But, it's, but the problem is when we say everybody should be doing this, where everybody can do this, it's not doesn't make sense to me, which mm-hmm. is, by the way, which also goes to marketing and things like digital and social media that people think I'm saying to people, everybody should just use Facebook or Twitter and use the, or LinkedIn and use all these platforms. And my whole thing is saying, no, nothing works for everybody and everything doesn't work for nobody. We've got to say, mm. what works for me? Do you have time for me? I built my entire empire based through Twitter. Like today is my eight year anniversary. Wow. Uh, uh, when I started Twitter, I, I shared my first tweet ever today. Twitter. Today is? Yeah, That's awesome. today is the day. And this is the thing. Twitter literally changed my life. Literally changed my life. I built, I got the whole momentum because of that. But here's the thing. I was a guy on Twitter talking about Twitter. So it worked for me. I, I, I'm naturally, my, my, my humor, I'm, I've been told it's, I'm pithy and I've had to look that up and see what that meant and it worked really, <laughs> but, but it worked really well for me. And, but, but if I did the same things today I did eight years ago, it wouldn't have the same traction. And it just mm-hmm. worked out for me that like the house that you see me sitting in right now is bought because of what we've done because of Twitter. And that that, to me is something that says, okay, but I am so hesitant to say, and now you can do this too, because it's so individual, like anything in sales. I know you could teach anybody listening, watching right now, you could have two people in an organization teaching the exact same things, the exact same tools, and you'll have two separate results sometimes because there's a personality driven behind it. There's a motivation driven behind it. And there's a skill set. I know I didn't answer the question exactly, but it's- No, but you, but you did because, because, because I think the essence of it and here's where I go, look, my background is door to door. I knocked on doors and then I went and I made cold calls in corporate yeah. and we know how to do that. Now we teach referrals, right? Like that's really what we're teaching, but we're not afraid of cold calling. You come at a different way, but here's the, here's the deal that is, is the, so I love what you said about it's not one, everything works if you work it. It's not, it's not just one way, but the, the key thing that you said that I think reconciles all this and you do it is trust, right? I can build trust when I knock on a door if I'm not a total shyster. Yeah, huge. Yeah. I, I haven't, I'm not, I, I'm not trying to sell to you in that first meeting. I shouldn't be trying to just like in that kind of a sale, like your, your intimate personal finances. It's not about closing a deal, right? That day I'm building a relationship with you. The same thing that you do on Twitter. One tweet at a time, you build trust, you build relationship. And I think that's probably why I'm drawn, I'm drawn so much to you is because you're all about, trust yes building that and that's and it's positioning and the bigger the trust gap in the sale the more you have to realize you've got to build that trust that's why a guy doing paving can sell to me the first meeting right, right. he's it's right paving my driveway he's paving right? my driveway yeah i can see it's not good you've got a machine let's do this my finances a little different yeah real estate same thing right there's mm-hmm. giant insurance right accounting there's there's a gap you got like i gotta know that you're the right choice and that's where this especially in the past five years the 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 digital side of things has made it even more impactful where i can do much more research on you the vendor than i used to be able to do as well and that there's a lot that plays into that yeah and i love that about um 
you know, like online, you, and that's people make the same mistake when they market online. Like I'm traditionally more of a sales guy, not a marketing guy. But as soon as I started getting into blogging and podcasting and online marketing, I noticed it's like you can't send a tweet out to the world and say, "Hey, we'll click here to buy my stuff." Yeah, right. It's that we make the same mistake that we're not building a relationship before you kind of ask for the sale. So, a uh, basic question for you: I'm genuinely just interested. What is Scott Stratton's definition of marketing? Driving awareness of a product or a service that then leads to sales. And that's pretty much the classical one for me. But for me, unmarketing really is is the same as unbranding, which is we're not marketing and branding is not a task. You're always doing it. You're not doing it when you tweet. You're not doing it when you think, okay, here's my quarterly mm. marketing meeting. Let's put out some materials. You're marketing. I'm, I'm marketing right now to your audience. I have books. I don't have anything to sell. I don't do consulting. I don't do any of those things, but I do. I make at least a nickel off my books. So that's awesome. But, you know, I'm marketing right now by yeah. doing this with you. You're marketing to people that I will share this with. So that's what marketing is always happening. I don't want to sound holistic on you here. I don't want to sound like cheesy on it, but it's always happening. And the, the, the biggest impression sometimes I find in marketing when it comes to people, individuals as brands, is when they think they're not marketing. When they think, oh, we're just having a casual conversation or you tweet about something like, you know, politics or, or religion that comes out that's, that's, that starts crossing people the wrong way, that is more effective in a good or a bad way than really anything. And you guys have a, you know, a, a little election coming up right now. That's very yeah. polarizing. And people will never forget somebody. Scott, Scott is in, in from Canada, by the way. Yeah, everybody. so us Canadians so, are just we're watching from the top, looking down, saying, "This is crazy. What's going on right now?" Like, <laughs> wow! I was in front of a. I was in D.C. two days ago speaking to um, um, restaurant executives, and I just my opening was, "We just want to know in Canada." Um, what the hell's going on here right now? Like that. <laughs> and everybody just erupted in laughter. And it was like, but you'll never forget that. You'll never forget somebody. Let's say you become contacts on LinkedIn, which is kind of, I always call it the gateway drug of social media for, for businesses, right? People uh -huh. are like, use social media? No, use, use LinkedIn. Oh, yeah, I use that. The digital Rolodex. <laughs> well, if you post something on there, LinkedIn is starting to have this creep a bit, which is going into more personal than business. So some people start doing personal updates on there. It's almost a little Facebook-ish for some people. And people start getting angry that people will post personal things. Anyways, you'll never forget if somebody says something that is against your beliefs, your morals. Mm -hmm. And that in a B2B sense a lot, that that especially in B2B where your targets are not as big as a B2C type of thing, you'll never forget that guy from company ABC who just said uh, anybody who votes for Hillary is an idiot, right? You'll never forget that. Is that so? Is that bad? Like <clears throat> because on you know you know Simon Sinek would say uh, you know we're attracted to what we believe, right? People don't buy what you what you do; they buy yeah. why you do it yeah. and whatever. Um, so, but you're right. In the Facebook world, it's very much like you build a community and it's you're sharing your opinions or ideals. But LinkedIn has kind of been like this unspoken rule: of like don't go there. Yeah, keep this. Keep your uh -huh. suit on. Keep your suit on. Your tie yeah. on. That's uh -huh. it. Yeah, yeah. That's the that I don't. I like the, the thing is I, the thing about social media that I love is you get to see the real person. I like that. I like that almost not on purpose transparency where I get to see you. I get to see you in the bar. Sitting back, drink two has happened, and now I'm like, all right, I know what this guy's like. <laughs> you know, the, uh -huh. the 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 wheel the, the walls are down. The problem is people assume that 
you know, it's a casual thing. We're always looking, we're always thinking, we're always seeing. And I can't, and I've changed minds. I've changed, I don't refer some people because of what I've seen. I'm like, because if you give a referral in business, it's an extension of your business. Right. And you're looking like, whoa, I didn't, I didn't realize that's what that guy was all about. And maybe I'm going to, you know, not um, put that person's name out there for it's like a gig. You do a speaking gig and somebody's like, who would be good for next year? And you saw me post about something that we're, we're our, our lizard overlords are going to be taking over the world next year. You'll be like, maybe not Scott. Maybe he's not the best <laughs> guy to do that gig. <laughs> and then you never know that happens, right? You never hear about that happening. So I have a question for you. Um, this is becoming one of my favorite questions to ask. What? is one thing that you have recently changed your mind on. In other words, like you had a philosophy and you were like, you were sure and certain the world was this way. Yeah. And and now you kind of step back and you go, uh, maybe, maybe not that way. Uh, it, it's going to be surprising for people to hear that know me. But um, over the past few years, at least, I've decided I've changed my mind about certain cold calls. I was so anti door knocking. I was, it was just black and white. And I know the world's not black and white. And I'm very black and white because that's how my brand is. You do right. this, you don't do this. Nobody wants somebody to go, you should maybe do this. You know, they, you, you just put your foot down and that's what I do. But um, there's living proof it works. Allison, who's the co-author of the books, who's the co-host of the podcast, and who's, who's my co-host in life, who's my wife, built a maternity lingerie nursing bra company by knocking on store doors. And wow. showing up. And she got it into over 100 independent retail outlets all over North America. She would go and fly. She would flew to Shenzhen, China and checked out the factory. Like she, she's the real business person of this, <laughs> of this group. I've been <laughs> consulting my whole life. Like I think this. And she's the one who did it. But if the, if the woman I have the most respect for in this entire world and stuff knocked on doors, how can I say that that never works? But that, and here's the thing, it's in context. In the industry, in retail, you expect that. You expect a new product, somebody to come because you actually want to see new products and somebody comes in and shows it to you. Then you have the chance. Do I carry it or do I don't? It's not like a Target or Walmart where there's a buyer 18 layers behind you. The person working the counter at these independent stores is the owner a lot of the times. And so she did that and she got on. She jumped on the L in Chicago and went to a store. She went over here. Like, so I'm realizing what I hate is the wrong context cold calls. I hate the phone call at dinner offering me something who knows nothing about me. I hate the financial planner showing up at my door, but I don't mind the paving guy. You know, that's funny. You know what I mean? That's so I, that, but that, that to me was a shift I never thought I'd make in my life because I was the anti cold call my guy. The, my brand is set up as you, that is evil. And yeah. I realized I'm glad, that I'm, gl I'm glad you're finally seeing the light. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's the light or the dark for me, but <laughs> but I do realize there's everything. If I if I can say this stuff over here works in context, if it's done right, then I can't say this doesn't. You know. Well, I think. But the thing is, is like I think I think there is a fin some financial advisor probably could knock on your door, and they they could approach it in a way that they would build trust. And you know, like like maybe maybe It'd be very hard. <laughs> but here, but yeah. here, I'll give you a real quick story then. A realtor did this. I'll tell you, a realtor at my door, and he's now my realtor and a friend. Ah. No, you you, you, you got to get this one. Okay, so I'm talking <laughs> locally a year two years ago at a, a real estate board event for our town. I live in a, a smaller town west of Toronto. And okay. it's uh, I, 
if if you think I'm animated right now, you should see me talk to realtors. I lose my mind on them because <laughs> they have such a great potential, yet their face is plastered on every bus shelter and billboard in town. So he sees my talk and he's at the back of the room and he's like, I want that guy. I want that guy as a client. And he goes and does some research. So he does some some reading up and he starts watching me on podcasts. And then he realizes we actually have a sister podcast called The Vegas 30, which is Vegas for people over 30. Right. And we've been over 100 times, Allison and I. So we know everything about the city. And the tagline is too old to stand in line, but too young to retire to bingo. And he, and he watches the show and we start raving about this place called Ronald's Donuts, which is an independent donut shop in Chinatown in Vegas. You'd never see it if you drove past it, but it has 400 five-star Yelp reviews. That's how good this wow. place is. And you go in and it's amazing. So we we tried it because of Yelp. We found it. We And I told the story on the show. Well, two weeks later, there's a knock at our door and Allison goes down and all it's the, there's nobody there. It's just a dozen Ronald's Donuts from Vegas. Oh! That's so strong. And Allison's like, um, Scott, there's a dozen dough. And she gets the dough and I'm already <laughs> down the stairs and I'm like, free donuts. And I'm eating, I'm shoving them into my face. And and she's like, you don't even know who they're from. I'm like, I know, but he should come for a sleepover. I don't know who this guy is. And in the box is his card and a note that says, we hear you like Ronald's Donuts. Thank you so much for the talk a few weeks ago. And now I go hunt him down. Like nice. I'm trying to get in touch with him and I get on Twitter and uh, Facebook and I see him and I'm like, dude, donuts. And he's like, I hope you enjoy them. Really like the talk. And I'm now he's like, I'm like, are you doing like a reverse ninja mind screw on me? Like you don't, you don't, <laughs> do, like, do you want me to buy a house now? He's like, he's like, no. And I'm like, are you saying I can't buy a house now? I'll buy three <laughs> right now if you don't think I can. And then we just stayed in touch. And then a year later, we realize we need to buy a bigger house. And like Allison texts him, he's like, um, we're looking at buying, a, and he's already at our front door. Like, you know, he's, he's already, he's like, he's like, I was in the, I was in the neighborhood. How you doing? Uh, yeah, let's talk. And he was, but then he was also brilliant as a realtor. And here's the key. You can't just get awareness that you're there and market yeah. well without performing well. Yeah. But he dropped donuts on our front door. So I, I cannot say that it doesn't work. When he and we went, we go out for dinner, and people are like, "How did you go out for dinner with a realtor? You don't like them." I said, "I didn't go out for dinner with a realtor. We went out for dinner with friends." Right? I That's how I got to know him. I love it. That's such a great story. What and what a brilliant, uh, what a brilliant move by 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 him. I I have one more question I do want to ask you. Sure. I know we have to go, but um, do you before we do that, tell tell us a little bit about unselling and uh, the new book, and where do you want people to go to connect with you? Yeah, unselling is the is the newest of our empire of books, and it's the blank cover. There's no co- nothing on the front cover. Try selling that to a publisher. Yeah, it's like a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> I picture nothing on the cover. That's it. And they're like, it's got to be something. No, nothing. And it's called the new customer experience. It's the same thread as everything else that doing great things can provide great results. Uh, we're really proud of the Unpodcast. It comes out every Wednesday. Um, it's it's called the Business Show for the Fed Up. And we, we do, we do full, uh, we have a studio, three camera video shoot and everything else, which is unpodcast.com and unmarketing. I am use that name anywhere, even Snapchat. I don't even know why I'm there, but I'm at, you know, every platform <laughs> as unmarketing. So come hang out and say hi. It's funny. You mentioned uh, Snapchat. I, I didn't write, I haven't written a blog about this, but I, I am decidedly staying away from Snapchat and it could be the end of me, but like Periscope too, I, I did do Periscope for a while and 
and I have since said, you know what, I'm, I'm out. You, I'm, there's I'm a done. reason why the youth have gone to Snapchat is because we are not there. That's why you go there. And so I show up there, I'm the creepy dude at the bar. Hey, everybody. <laughs> like, oh, he's here. We got to go. You know? <laughs> so what do you think? This is my last question. What what do you see uh, in, in the trend, the future of social media, content marketing, like how much more can people take? How many more platforms? Is it going to go on and on? Is it going to die and go extinct and completely disappear? Like, like if, what do we need to know to like survive and, and prepare for the, the future of yeah. this? Batten down the hatches, getting on perishable foods and stay on Facebook. Like I did the pro- <laughs> because well, here's, and this is, this is really what keeps me up at night. I know I'm in the right industry and doing the right thing when I can't stop consuming content about this world where where Facebook is now the homepage of the internet for most people and it's on their app. The majority of people access Facebook through the app. And here's the most fascinating thing to me. They did a survey in India and asked people, how many of you go online every day on the internet? And it was like 30%. And they said, how many of you go onto Facebook every day? And it was 80%. Uh-huh. People don't even realize they're on the internet when they're on Facebook and realize that has become our homepage. Right. It used to be open it up and it was a search or you pick your homepage and then you'd go check different things, especially I say social media, but Facebook has become at least our homepage. You know, over a billion people daily are logging in that that's unprecedented. That's unheard of. And when people tell me these people are leaving Facebook or these people, I'm like billion people a day. I don't I don't care what demographic is dipping and dodging around a billion people a day. And that to me is a point of earth penetration that yeah. says okay what's next from there well, i'm watching their moves and they're like well they moved to instagram I'm like well they own that too like it's and fascinating how they broke out messenger as a separate app and where that's coming from and now of course the the sexy thing to talk about is 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 bots is ui is this whole is, is, this whole um i'm sorry ai where they're coming in and you just you text something in, in the facebook messenger and it automatically gives you an answer back there's airlines doing it you know uh, my boarding pass please Boop your boarding pass comes up and rebook mm-hmm. my flight and hotels and it's all this artificial intelligence. we're getting to this point mm-hmm. where i'm gonna get freaked out and it's uh creepy. yeah but and then i love things like 360 video i think it's great it's got a camera it's got it's 360 cool. camera and the impact in the to me in the real estate world should be just epic Huge. on how it's doing if it's done but again if it's done well so yeah. as an example here i have um it's in the room somewhere here unicef sent us a like a google cardboard mask uh, in the mail and you put your phone in it and becomes a virtual reality thing and they they sent it and you go to their url which is i think unicef360.com i go to it and i'm in a refugee camp in somalia looking around and there's kids running up playing soccer and stuff and i'm like that's how you do it like that to me is a big impact and then the kids watched it and then we what you know what we did after we watched it we donated donated some money exactly that's what i love that's what fascinates me that's experience. Yeah. I mean, experience, uh, experience, experience. Well, um, Scott Stratton is his name folks on marketing, uh, on, on, uh, selling is the new book. Go, go buy it. Um, check out Scott, his podcast, his wife, truth. You're going to get honesty. You're going to get truth when you talk to this guy. And I think that's like, that's what I love. He's my, it's like, we, we probably couldn't be in a lot of ways more different from each other, but it's like, I'm immediately drawn to your honesty and your truth. And um, thank you. Thank you for that, man. Thanks for having me, man. What a fun and funny interview. Scott Stratton, man, there's just nobody, there's nobody like him. And 
I really think what we were talking about there at the end is important, that he and I are very different. In fact, I think a lot of the guests that I bring onto the show are very different from me. They have very different philosophies. And, you know, it was funny. I was just smiling when he started talking about the whole door-to-door thing because you know, because he probably doesn't realize like how much of a part of that my past that is and what we believe in at Southwestern and and we do it. And and then yet to hear his story at the end about that guy who did who did that approach and uh, you see how it works. And I love what he said about everything works if you work at it. That is so true. I don't think it's just marketing or it's just sales or it's just cold calling or it's just referrals. There is no one way to do it. Everything works if you work at it. And there is a system and a science to all of those things and just an intelligence level. And I think this is the part where he and I are so congruent and we're so much in alignment is that ultimately sales and elevating sales and growing your revenue is all about building trust. It's about having that relationship, and it is about that uh, sort of mutual exploration for both of each other's best interests. And I think that is what is key, whether it's on social media or it's television advertising or radio advertising or podcasting, right? You can tell when somebody cares about you, and you can tell when somebody is using you. And that is what you have to stay away from. And our whole concept and philosophy about selling is about serving the other the other person. And so I want to share seven ways, seven ideas that are practical things that you can do to build trust. Because you can knock on somebody's door and build trust. You can send an email and build trust. You can send a tweet and build trust trust. You can make a phone call and build trust. You can also knock on a door, send a tweet, send an email, or make a phone call and lose trust. It's not about the the vehicle of the communication. It's not about the medium. It's about the messenger. It's not about the medium. It's about the messenger when it comes to trust. So here are seven philosophies, seven practical things, seven concepts that you want to implement to build more trust regardless of how you're trying to grow your business. So number one is to be service-minded. We say it all the time on the show, it's hard to be service, or excuse me, (laughs) it's hard to be nervous when your heart's on service. It's hard to be nervous when your heart's on service, and people can sense when you're there interested in helping them achieve what's best for them, and they can smell when you have commission breath, right? They can smell, they can tell when you're out for your own best interest. And I have found that you never learn, you never lose by being service-minded. You just, you never lose. You can't, you can't be in support of other people so much and, and not have it come back to you. I mean, it's like Zig Ziglar's old quote, if you help enough other people get what they want, eventually you'll get what you want. And I really think that is true. And there's certainly there are isolated instances of relationships maybe where you're the one who's the giver and somebody else is receiving and, and maybe you feel like, well, hey, that didn't come back to me. But it, it comes back around in other forms and fashions. So be service-minded. Number two is be generous. Be generous. Give, 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 give your time, give your money, give your advice. And particularly, I think in the economy that we're in today, we're in an advice-based 
economy, an advice-based economy. Like you can give your advice, you can share your advice, and that is one of the most powerful ways to market and introduce yourself to people and build trust. That's the whole essence, right, of what this podcast is that you listen to. We're not charging anything; we're just giving it away um, because the the value is you. It comes back to you, right, in some form or fashion. You build trust with people, you build a relationship with them, and that eventually leads to great things somehow, some way. So be generous. Number three, be grateful. Be grateful. I was reminded of this a um, couple weeks ago when I was listening to one of my good friends, David Horsager, speak. We've had David on the show, ironically. Actually, his book is called The Trust Edge, and he's one of the, the world-leading authorities on studying and researching trust. And uh, David and I are in a mastermind group together, and and I went and watched him speak live again, and it was incredible. And one of the, one of the things that he said um, was a bit of research that I had heard before and I had forgotten um, that was really powerful. And he said the the number one most magnetic trait in the world between humans, like what one trait will make you magnetic? In other words, make other people drawn to you. It's gratefulness. Gratitude is the most magnetic trait. And so that is how you build, that's one great way to build trust is to be thankful for people. Be be thankful that for their time. Be thankful for the opportunity. Be thankful even if they don't buy from you. Be thankful for the referrals they give you. Be thankful for their, their feedback that they give you. Be grateful and you will be magnetic. You will build trust and sales will come to you. The next one, number, what are we on? Number four here. Um, is be useful. Be useful. And this one, I think of my my friend uh, Jay Bear and what he always is talking about and uh, with utility, right? That was like the first speech I ever saw him give, actually. And um, it's not the only thing that he talks about for sure. He's got Hug Your Haters. We just had him on the show. I'm also in a group with Jay. Uh, he's in the same group, actually. And, um, you know, I think that idea of just being of value to the world, be of value to other people. Um, and the more that you are valuable to other people, the more that you are giving away, um, the more they will come to trust you. And all of your sales presentations, all of your marketing, like this is Jay's catchphrase, right? He says, utility is marketing so useful that people would pay for it, right? That's kind of like what my blog is. It's it's all free advice. I, I mean, the, I give away like the best ideas uh, on the blog because we know that you know ultimately we're not selling ideas. We're selling results at Southwestern Consulting, and we're not asking people to pay us for our ideas. We're asking to give us a chance to hold you accountable and be your partner in consulting or bringing me in to speak or one-on-one coaching. So we're giving the ideas away, and, and all I'm trying to do is be useful for you. I'm trying to be useful for, and 99.9% and of people who ever read my blog are probably not going to do business with us in any such fashion, but it's still a powerful thing to put out there in the world, and uh, it's a great way to build trust. Number five is to be direct. Be direct and be and just be honest. I mean, it's kind of you, th- you would think it goes without saying, just be honest, but but be forthright, be direct with people. And even when you're unhappy, you don't have to be mean, right? You can say no and still be nice, but but be direct and tell people like this is how you feel. This is how you're seeing things. And I love that about Scott Stratton because he's so honest and so raw. And I think 
honesty is one of the most valuable assets that we have. And that's all, you know, includes integrity and it includes living a life that stands up to the scrutiny of transparency. So that if people really come and audit your life or uh, there were hidden cameras all around or hidden microphones all around, that, that they wouldn't be shocked by what they saw or heard about you. So be honest. Number six, be positive. Be positive. Just be happy, you know? Like, try to see the best side of things. There's, it, You can choose to see it as rain or you can choose to see it as liquid sunshine. Attitude is the way you choose to see things. There is always a positive side to everything and there's always a negative side to everything. The question is, can you choose to be positive? When you're positive, people trust you more because they 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 believe in like it's easier to believe in a in a positive outcome in a positive future when you're working around positive people. And uh, so I think it's a great it's a great asset. I remember one of my friends and mentors, Roger Seip, once uh, said, "One of the secrets to sales is realizing it's hard to say no to a smiling idiot." <laughs> uh, it's hard to say no to a smiling idiot. And it's true because we love being around positive people and we we trust positive people. So be positive. And then the last one is be congruent. Just be congruent. Uh, do what you say you're going to do. Uh, live a life in alignment with what you say you believe. Uh, use the the t- tools and techniques and ideas and practices and strategies and products that you talk about. Um, believe in them and be be congruent. Be the same person you are uh, at work, at home, uh, at church, at you know your your be be congruent everywhere you go, um, and be yourself as part of that. Right? Like so many of us, we lose so much energy, so much energy pretending to be someone that we're not pretending to be who we think we're supposed to be. But you don't have to do that. All you want to do is become the best version of who you already are. Uh, and 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 that is what is interesting, and that is what brings you peace, is, is to just be yourself and, and be these things. Be service-minded, be generous, be grateful, be useful, be honest, be positive, be congruent. And if you do those things... Selling won't be so hard. Marketing won't be so hard. You're going to attract customers to you. You're going to build a positive reputation everywhere you go. You're going to become a, a, a thought leader. You're going to become an authority, and you're going to become trusted. So go out and be worthy of earning people's trust. Well, that about wraps up the Action Catalyst podcast for this week. If you haven't yet, please log in to whatever your favorite medium is to listen to the show and both rate this podcast and leave a comment as that really helps us out. If you enjoy this podcast, please make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and screenshot this episode to share with your friends on social media. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Action Catalyst and subscribe to our video podcast on YouTube. Thanks for listening.